Hello, you are keeping it real with Khadija, and today I have a very exciting guest. He was a sponsor at my podcast launch, which I'm very grateful for. He owns a company called Simplify ER. I have Zamir Nazarali. How are you, Zamir? I'm very good, Khadija. How are you doing? I'm really good, thanks. This is exciting. Finally, we are meeting in person. Absolutely. I was so gutted I couldn't make it to the event. Oh, that's um, okay. But my two colleagues, Shafiq and Lucy, really had a good time. Oh, I'm so glad. So thanks for the hospitality. Yeah. And it looked like a blast. Yeah, I mean, the food was good. I loved the food. It was spicy, but it was good. And then that's the thing that I'm taking from it all. Good oh, food. fair enough. You missed out. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you <clears throat> listening that don't know what Simplify ER is, <clears throat> are you able to give us a run through the services you offer, how long you've been going through and uh, how long you've been running for and also about your team? Absolutely. So uh, Simplify ER has now, well, we're creeping up to our seventh year now. Um, we started and still are an HR consultancy, employment law consultancy that basically simplifies it for business owners. Uh, so what we want to do is, of course, we'll, we'll provide all the compliance and the protection they need on a legal level, um, but it's bringing HR to life for them. What does it mean to that business owner? And what is their why as they go through their people agenda? Yeah. And we hope that that then culminates in them being more engaged with their employees. Yeah. Um, but certainly having the right culture mm. uh, where there's uh, expectation levels are met on both sides. Yeah. So what kind of size businesses do you work with? Is it uh, like range different? Yeah, absolutely. So our, 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 our smallest is uh, currently four employees and okay. our largest is just over a thousand. Oh, wow. Um, and, and all you can imagine we service in different ways. Yeah. Um, but f- effectively, sort of, if you want to say our catchment area, mm. it's probably in and around the 20 to 150 employees. Okay. Um, and that's kind of the sweet spot where we can really sort of add the value. Uh, yeah. they're, they're companies that are looking to grow. Yeah. Uh, they probably have some someone who is, you know, in inverted commas, HR, mm. um, they've got the HR hat on yeah. and they need a bit more guidance, compliance, expertise. Yeah. Um, so our job there is to go in, not only, you know, make them compliant, give them the advice, but also to coach them through it. So to yeah. help them develop, um, because there's no one knows their business better than the client. Yeah. And we would never pretend to sort of understand the on the ground. Yeah. What we do is try and bring the objective thinking. Yeah. I mean, as someone that owned a cleaner business with 30 odd employees, I've got to be honest, I hate HR. Yeah, I'm not do you surprised. find that? Do you find that a lot of employers are like, I really hate this. I need you to help me sort absolutely, it out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because unfortunately, I mean, so there's, there's three points I'd make here that one is HR isn't as much of a nightmare as unfortunately people make it and that's yeah. because there's so much bad advice so much bad guidance out there yeah secondly I think employers find it hard to find the balance so mm. they want to be nice to their employees which is great yeah but they maybe don't sometimes protect themselves well enough yeah. so thinking about the worst case scenarios um, mm. and thirdly I think unfortunately there are areas of of employment law that are just unnecessarily complicated Ah, um, yes. Holidays is, is a classic. Oh. So no one can uh, ever work out holidays. Yeah, so I need to keep <coughs> it real because keep it real with Khadija is my brand. Absolutely. So I have an ongoing thing with HMRC at the minute since mm-hmm. I closed down my cleaning business. And it's all about mobile workers and travel pay. Right. Which, as I've got a law degree, so as a law graduate, I've been looking into it. Mm. And there is no clear guidance. Yeah. So I've had uh, an employment tribunal before, or it, it went just before employment tribunal, uh, a girl trying to claim for something. She was in the wrong, but mm. I just settled with uh, no liability yeah. 
couple of hundred pounds. Yeah. Um, and then there was another one. So the travel pay. Mm-hmm. Having started a cleaning business for nothing, mm-hmm. £20, and Googling a cheap business to start, mm-hmm. I kind of just learnt it myself, you know. I'd research stuff and try to do what was best and copy what other cleaning businesses were doing. Mm-hmm. But actually, I want to ask you advice on this because I always thought with mobile workers, they would turn up at the first job and mm-hmm. then anything in between the first job to the last job would be paid. Mm-hmm. But them getting from home to the office and then the office to the first job, mm. that was classed as their normal commute to work. Now, mm. this is the thing that I'm arguing with HMRC, which, you know, they're looking into, fine, I've got nothing to feel ashamed about. If yeah. I've done something wrong, it wasn't knowingfully wrong. Sure. And this is the problem I find with HR and employment and stuff. Mm. It's such a grey area. What is right and what is wrong, unless, you know, you just do... Sometimes I think people are penalised when they didn't know and my mentor says you don't know what you don't know and is it fair to crack Mm. down on businesses if they, you know, they were just doing what they thought was right and trying to keep the company in profit so that you could keep people in a job. Um, So yeah, where would you, what would you say about mobile workers and Mm. that kind of thing? So yeah, it's a great question and it's a massive grey area, to be honest. It's so great. Because unfortunately in employment law, uh, we have three levels of status. So we've got employee, self-employed, and mm. we've got this weird hybrid called workers. Mm. They're neither employed nor self-employed, but they get the rights, mm. some rights of an employee. Mm. So that's your first question. Where does the person I'm working uh, or working for me, where do they fit? Mm. The second question is to then look at what's the norms. So unfortunately, the law itself doesn't classify these things, you know, dead to rights. You can't say, yes, I fall in there. Yeah. Um, but you look at the case law, you look at the case studies. Mm. Um, it seems that if you've got employees coming to the same site day in, day in, day out, yeah. that travel there is not classified as work time yeah. because it's mundane to the office and back yeah. home. Uh, where you find that they go outside the norm or they yeah. have some variation, there is a strong argument, and HMRC love to push this, yeah. um, that that is classified as working time yeah. because they're not going to the norm. Yeah. Uh, so it's really, really important you figure out what is their norm yeah. and in some cases, you can sort of fix an average. Yeah. So you can say if they pass X number of miles, yeah. that goes beyond the norm. Yeah. So there are creative ways around it. Yeah. You just have to look case by case, but it yeah. is very gray. Uh, and unfortunately, adding that into the mix, yeah. because, for example, you get accountants who will try and interpret mm. from a tax point of view, which mm. is the right thing to do for them. Yeah. But the employment law test is different. Yeah. And obviously, they wouldn't know that, which yeah. is fair enough. Yeah. Um, but that's where someone like us come in. Yeah. With that wealth of experience and having seen these issues in the yeah. past, we can sort of categorize this is the likelihood of you having a risk. Yeah. And sometimes it's, it's playing the odds. It's really bit. put me off employing <coughs> people. Like, honestly, it yeah. really has because. I didn't know anything about employment. Mm. Well, I studied employment law, but I didn't know. I didn't realise sometimes when you employ people, from an employer's perspective, you are giving them a job. You are providing them with work. Yeah. You feel like you're doing good, but actually also very quickly, you do one little thing yeah. that's not right, yeah. and bam, you could be in a lot of trouble. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you ever have to go into companies that have really messed themselves up and you need to help them kind of... Yeah, so get their uh, head above water. Absolutely. I'll be honest, the first few years, uh, the type of clients I were getting in were, you know, there's a fire, the house is burning down, help. <gasps> and you're going in thinking, uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> and you really got to manage expectations because yeah. you're thinking, right, 
you've really buggered up here, yeah. even even if you didn't mean to. Yeah. Um, we've got our backs against the wall now. In those situations, we always look at it. We've got to look at it commercially. The, the legals comes out the window for a second. Mm. You've got to look at: is it worth going to a tribunal? Mm. You're on the back foot, mm. and sometimes, you know, we, we've been in situations where you'd think it's a no-win situation, but we go to the tribunal and be totally honest. Mm. Uh, and the judges hear what you're saying, mm. and they do kind of give cut you a bit of slack because at the end of the day, you're human. Yeah. So, you, like. You know, just using Same your phrase, you've got to keep it real. You've got to keep you've got it got real. You've got to be honest and say, look, I didn't know. Yeah. There are some areas which are cut and dry. Mm. And so in those, we have to assess, is it worth the company dragging through, paying the lawyers mm. to defend them to, you know, end of the day, in those situations, the lawyers win, not, yeah. not much else. And that can really like change your whole business plan. It mm. could put you under. Yeah. If you're talking 15, 20K legal fees plus awards, etc., mm. just not worth it. So we try and go in to settle, yeah. as you said earlier, because yes. it's just not worth the PR nightmare, the drama, the administrative nightmare. It's, it's also what a lot of lawyers won't tell you, um, which I found you know, during the tribunal process, is that it's immensely stressful and yeah. from a human element you know, your client can't switch off because there's this pressure for them. Oh, I'm so glad you so. said that because my anxiety was, yeah. you know, and that's another reason people say, oh, but on The Apprentice, you had your cleaning business and you wanted it to scale. Yes, but then I came out of The Apprentice mm. and I didn't want that sicky tummy feeling anymore. Yeah. I didn't want to not be able to switch off at the weekends with my kids. Yeah. I didn't want to constantly be worrying, is a is an employee safe? Are they this? Are they that? You know, so now I've got a completely different business model mm. which is business consultancy and I just have uh, a couple of freelancers working with me yeah. and I can sleep easy at night <laughs> and I can enjoy time with my kids yeah. but that's the the harsh truth of the industry that you're in is that mm. this really affects people's mental health if you've got a tribunal and it's a lot of money and your business could fail yeah and yeah. it's like your child, your yeah, business, you've absolutely. grown it from nothing. Absolutely. That can really affect them, right? Yeah, and that's where we have to go in. So, you know, I was talking about this with one of my colleagues the other day. Yeah. And, 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 and we were talking about what is an advisor? Yeah. And we'll say, you know, an advisor, you, typically you'll say it's an expert in their field who will guide you through a particular issue. Yeah. Fine. But actually, I think we're, we're supposed to be much more. There's a real responsibility. You're actually holding someone's life in your hands yeah. in a sense yeah without being too dramatic no it's true and and like you said it affects their every element now yeah. for for us advisors you know we're, we're objective we're cold to it you know mm. we, we go home and it's just another case a job yeah but for your client it's everything it's literally like they could be it could shelve their growth plan mm -hmm. it could affect their personal life mm -hmm. it could be their be all and end all literally so we we as the advisor it's our duty and responsibility to make sure we understand that mm. empathize and also figure out what's best for the client yeah so the law is very important yes we we shouldn't cross boundaries yeah. but we've got to tick the human box first i agree is this the right thing for this individual yeah and if if you say no then i think it's it's highly responsible if you then take them down a path mm. where for the sake of fees or because you don't want to give in yeah from personal pride you you make them drag along as well because yeah. it's very difficult very i know difficult. i'd rather just like let's just settle and be gone with it because yeah. there's too much drama to just keep going on and sometimes the client doesn't realize that and you have to help them get mm. to that point mm. um, because there's pride there's ego there's a sense of of right and wrong you yeah. know sometimes it's a massive injustice you're like yeah. 
How could they why sue should I, me? Yeah, that was like yeah, me. Yeah, yeah why absolutely. should I pay her anything when absolutely. I know I've done nothing wrong? Absolutely. But then if it's the sake of £300 and me sleeping yeah. easy, absolutely. do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I completely agree. It's that cold light of day moment yeah. where we come in, and I've said it many times, you, you, you speak to many of my clients, Yeah. We, we literally break it down in a very informal way yeah. and we'll say, look, the only one who's going to win in this is me because I'm the one charging you the bill and I yeah. don't want to charge you the bill yeah. because it's not worth it. No. It's not me, worth me taking your money away yeah. when either you might win, mm. but it's a token gesture, mm. really. It's yeah. just for your personal pride, but you lost 10K along the way. What's the point? <laughs> yeah, so, just yeah. yeah. stay humble. Absolutely. Hashtag stay humble Absolutely. and don't worry about everything else or who's right. That's the problem is though, it. isn't it? Business can be so <laughs> tricky and I work with a lot of startups and I don't think they realise what they're entering into. Yeah. And so what's been really helpful for me although I had a cleaner business which if I'm honest sucked the life out of me mm. what it has given me is a whole wealth of knowledge yeah. that I can now help other companies with to yeah. ensure that they avoid the same drama that I had Fantastic. so I think entrepreneurship like you said it's 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 really it is a it's a growth and yeah. it's a life cycle and I think it's about the ups and downs and how you come out that makes you a true entrepreneur 100% and and you know just tackling the point of you know uh, many employers you know, they're like, oh my God, I can't handle employees anymore. Mm. It's a common thing. Yeah. Because, see, I guess, uh, and, and that's what we try and do, sort of we set the expectations, set the agenda. So mm. remember, in this world, and, and I know the word millennial is used a lot. Yeah. So, you know, that, that would be a, a lazy phrase to use. But that millennial type thinking, yeah. that sense of entitlement mm. is creeping into the workplace. Oh, I hate it. Um, people are, you know, they, they, I'm here. I've got you my should look rights. After me. Yep. But, you know, as an employee, it's very easy to get sucked into that, that mm. negative mindset. Mm. Um, what we try and do is sit with, with, with the employers and say, look, see it from their point of view for a moment. Just for a it's moment. It's very hard when so you're a hard. business owner oh my to God, change yeah. your mindset. Yeah. Absolutely. And I've been there. Yeah. I've, I've had employees myself, yeah. so I, I totally get yeah. it. But you have to try and switch off and think from their point of view. Mm. And the one thing I've found, which a lot of our clients are starting to embrace, is look, you can't change the mindset overnight yeah what you can do is get their trust get their rapport mm. and then change the culture yeah so, and set your expectations don't be scared as an employer to be firm yeah be polite be respectful yeah but you've got to be firm because at the end of the day you're now I don't want to say you're the boss yeah that's the wrong, wrong context but you're the leader yeah you're the one who's giving them direction yeah. Sometimes there's a disconnect because as an employer, you want to stick You're your scared, head in the sand and, and you don't want to deal with it. But you're on eggshells. I found 100%, that was, you know, 100%. if I said a swear word, I was yeah. like, oh, can they sue me for that? Yeah. I just said, I just said an F word or I just said that. Do you know, like you're yeah. constantly challenging yeah. yourself, Absolutely. which I don't think employees understand. No, An employer no. is literally, oh, have I done this right? Have I done that right? Have I pleased the client? Have I pleased the employee? Mm. Have I got all the health and safety? Have I got the right insurance? Yeah. It is a headache. Yeah. So I think really we should also, everyone listening to this, not only employers should be trying to understand mm. an employee mindset, but I think bloody employees should understand how hard it is for employers yeah. to have a vision to be driven and to make sure that they give you a job which is safe for you to work in mm. I mean you're right you know the millennial or just people being lazy in general mm. or people feeling entitled it really gets on my nerves mm. because I think you know 
in my situation, I didn't have to work day and night to pay myself nothing sure. to provide these people with a job yeah. for them to pay their bills. I didn't need to do that. Yeah. You know, a lot of these people were working parents and I would let them work within school hours. Mm. So then when you're so nice, you invite people to your house, you yeah. do this, you're not paying yourself, you're not sleeping, you worried all the time. Then when you get challenged with a tribunal, mm. you take it personally. Of course you do. You really take yeah. it personally because you think you don't understand how hard I'm working to yeah. keep you in a job. Yeah. And it's and it's really upsetting. So I love the support that you're offering to mm. employers because I think they need it. No, 100%. And, and even when we deal with their employees, you know, that we, we won't go in like these robotic employment lawyers or HR professionals, you know, the, the, the stigmas you hear about. Yeah. We'll go in and, and we'll, we'll be human, mm. you know, because they've got a story, they've got stuff going on. And, and you know, not every employee is bad. No, as well. it's true. There's I've some got some great ones. Yeah. One. I think, to be honest, it's a minimal, there's a minimal number of bad apples. I think mm. the problem is people aren't engaged. Mm. And that's the issue. You know, for example, you, you let people work sort of flexible hours. Mm. Now, after a passage of time, that novelty wears off. It's like, well, now I expect it. Yes. So it's it's stopped being, oh, Khadija's really nice to me. Yeah. To, to well, yeah, now, now that's what it is. It's yeah. normal. Yeah. And it's really hard, really hard to keep that engagement going. It's true. But that's the vital part. And unfortunately, having also, you know, being a business owner yeah. and, and seeing a growing business, yeah. it's so hard to step out because mm-hmm. and, and I think you would have this key yeah. phrase as a, as a mentor yeah. it's that working on rather than in the yeah. business and it's so hard to step up it's vital and if you can't do it it's getting the right people in who can help you do that yeah. or finding the right people who can so for example we've got one client who um, he's got he he's what you would call a bit eccentric and mm. he, he's got quite a temper oh. and he's been a client for, for over 10 years yeah. now lovely guy yeah. you know sweetest guy you'll meet yeah but he does have a, a tendency to fly off the handle <laughs> and he doesn't mean it he, yeah. he really doesn't it's just that's the way it's he gets way, off his chest that's that mean. and he'll love you the next minute same uh, and what we've done with him is we've and he's like you know same it's my business why aren't they doing well yeah. like, I'm, i just want them to bloody do what i'm yeah. telling them yeah and we've had to slow him down and say look yeah at the right moments your your flying off the handle is quite good because yeah. quite motivating. Yeah. But you gotta you gotta pick your battles yeah. as well, and also you've got to let your staff in. Mm. They gotta know who you are. It's true. So yeah. You can't be perfect as an employer. No. So let them know your flaws. You yeah. Know? Let them know who you are and what you're going through. Not 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 in you know the intricate details. Yeah. But just let them know that you're human too. Yeah. And I think that starts building the rapport. Well, the the advice always <coughs> I always give my mentees is with employees be friendly but do Mm. not be their friend yeah absolutely because i made that mistake i was uh way too friend Mm. a friend you know and then people start to take your kindness for weakness oh khadija sorry you know my son so and so he's got bad tummy today so i can't come in and oh yeah Mm. you know i went out at the weekend so i can't come in and it's like yeah but your contract of employment states and then they're like what do you mean my contract of employment you're my friend you're my friends now so you should understand and they don't get it so be friendly do not be their friend yeah. and what you just said about um you know bringing yourself out lord sugar's biggest 
biggest piece of advice for me on The Apprentice was always look at your business with fresh eyes. Mm. And that's exactly what you've said. Look at your business with fresh eyes. If you were not in your business, Mm. look at it as though it wasn't your business, it was someone else's. And that's how it will grow the most. Absolutely. Because you're you're right, you get absorbed, you get emotional, you you take things personally. It's easier said than done, but working with companies like yourselves that could be that soundboard. Sometimes as an employer, if you're if you're outnumbered like me, I was 100% shareholder, and then 30 employees. Right. You often feel like you're the only one that's mm. got that mindset that everybody else thinks differently to you. But if you've got a company that you're working with like you, where they understand your thought process, it almost makes being an entrepreneur or a business owner less lonely. Yeah. Because yeah. I hear that a lot in business, people feel lonely. Mm. Their partner doesn't understand. Nobody understands. Their family don't understand. For some reason, they have this thing in their blood that they want more and more and more, and the employees don't get it. So you need to surround yourself with companies like you that can help you realise that you are normal. Absolutely. <laughs> that you're not on your own. <laughs> that you're not going crazy. That you're not going crazy. <laughs> that there's other people out there that are living the same same journey. That was really, I wasn't expected to get that deep, but I loved it because I think it's important. People mm. listening to my podcast, you know, I know it's very chatty and, and you know, we have fun on my podcast, but mm. equally, I think certain topics like that and me being open about my issues yeah. and you being open about client, you know, things that you've dealt with really will help people. And at the end of the day, I think that. That's what's important in business is people helping each other. Absolutely. Because you can't grow by yourself. Absolutely, absolutely. What do they say? Your network is your net worth? That's the one. How many times have you heard that in your seven years absolutely. in business? A million times. And how many times has that come to fruition? Like yeah, so many times. All so the many time. Times. Okay, so I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. Are you ready? Yeah, go for it. If you had one accomplishment that you would be most proud of, obviously you're a father, so mm. other than being a father, what would you say your biggest accomplishment to date is? I think the, the biggest accomplishment for me has been that I've managed to, and I, I, the word balance is probably wrong, but I've managed to grow a business and then, and then businesses after that, Yeah. but also maintain my personal life and be able to be a, a present father, present husband, so important. a present son, you know, and, and, and be able to still be the same person. Mm. Of course, there's times, you know, like recently, mm. when you're completely under the cosh and, and you just, yeah. you've got to work through those. But yeah. By and large, you know, I think I'm really blessed. I've got a fantastic team around me. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I've got a very understanding family. And yeah. because of that, you know, being able to be in both both sides of the fence. Yeah. Uh, of course, you have to make compromise. But I think that for me yeah. is like the golden the golden thing. Because that's true, you know. <clears throat> a lot of entrepreneurs that I speak to, I mean, me personally, myself and my partner have been together seven years and we had a period where we separated because my focus was kids and business mm. and, you know, you neglect your relationship as such. Yeah, yeah. I speak to a lot of, well, mainly women, but both sides, whose relationships are at tatters because they're so focused on business and all their hours go into business so that what you're saying is also Mm. really important i try to i try to use what happened to me in my relationship to help others not go through that because if you you know business is great and money is great and success is great but ultimately you can't just focus on that before you know it you know you'll be 80 years old and you'll think where's my life gone where's it you know what i mean so you need to appreciate the people around you that's really important yeah absolutely you know that like you said there's a real buzz as an entrepreneur you're growing the business you're going here you're doing that you're meeting this person and closing that deal yeah and and advising this this client but 
you know, there's an equal buzz in being able to take your missus out for breakfast mid morning. Yeah. You know, go go with go with a colleague for a quick Mackeys down the road, have a coffee. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's so important. You know, going to your son's football uh, football after school event yeah. or getting to a parents' evening. And so what what we've done as the business has grown and as things have got busier, and my, my wife is also an entrepreneur, mm. we've we've outlined, you know, for example, in the school in the kids' school diary, mm. what are the what are the must go to events? Yeah, uh, we always make sure one of us are there. Yeah, and we sort of highlight what are the both of us are there, yeah. and we put that in our business diary. Love and that. that is a meeting, mm. and that can't be changed. You know, it's just like going to the biggest client sales meeting you've ever Because been to. Because your kids are the Absolutely. biggest. The biggest, yeah. Absolutely. And you know, there's that saying, if you aim for the The, the, if you aim for the the clouds, or, or sorry, if you aim for the stars, you get you get the clouds. Yeah. Uh, if you aim to be everywhere, okay, you will miss a few. Yeah. Let's not let's not pretend that we're perfect. You've got to be perfect, yeah. And you can't beat yourself up about yeah. that. Yeah. Well, you got to you got to be realistic, and you got you got to be fair to yourself. But yeah. at least you'll meet most of them. Yeah. And the important ones, you know, and mm-hmm. and my kids know that they can rely on one of us being there, and I think that's that's super important. So important. Super important. Oh, I love that. <laughs> It is really from a dad's perspective, a dadpreneur. I like. <laughs> This. Okay, if you could go back to the beginning of your journey, mm-hmm. what would you do differently? That's a great question. So, uh, my journey, uh, my business journey, really turned about two and a half to three years in, and, and I'm giving a shout out to my my business coach, my mentor, yeah. uh, Joanna Martirano, okay. amazing lady, amazing really? lady. Um, I found her because uh, when I started my business, I was recommended to a business coach yeah. uh, who really helped me a lot. Um, he helped me with the structure. Two and a half years later, I needed someone to take me to the next level. I wasn't really a business owner. I was, I was an advisor who thought they could do it better. To be honest, <laughs> yeah. so I'd, I'd realized, yeah, okay, I need to change something here. Yeah. And Joanna came in after I'd basically scoured LinkedIn. Mm. Um, I contacted, a, I think it was 20 coaches. Yeah. I'd whittled them down to 14. I'd telephone interviews with them. I'd mm. met with then four. And then Joanna was the winner, effectively. Yeah. And what she really opened uh, my mind to was, whatever, however busy you are, you're always the entrepreneur, mm. and the entrepreneur looks at the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Even if you've only got five minutes a week, but you got to make sure you stay in touch with your business. Now, that was my block. Mm. I was constantly in my business. I was never outside of it. Yeah. I was never able to develop. And then I was asking myself. Why aren't the leads coming in as fast as I want? Why yeah. isn't this working? Why doesn't that work? Why yeah. doesn't the marketing? We've quite all go? asked ourselves this stuff. Yeah, don't why? <laughs> exactly. You know, you, you find you find your fatal flaws. Yeah. And I think the bit she opened me up to was when you're in a situation, step back and look at it as the entrepreneur. Look down the road. Mm. See where are you going? Mm. And I think I wish I'd met her. Two and a half years earlier, because I, I think that would have changed my business. Do you know there's so many <clears throat> um, entrepreneurs that I meet that still don't have a mentor or mm. a coach, and I remember, well, hearing about one maybe five years ago and thinking, why would I pay someone a thousand pound a month yeah. for a mentorship that I could just learn myself on Google? You know that small business mindset, and then as you grow and grow, you think I could have got here so much faster had I have had somebody else. It's like you go to university because. You need a degree in that chosen topic, mm. but with business, you do need a mentor, yeah. or you do need a coach. You need someone that's been there, done it, got the T-shirt yeah. that can help you not make the same mistakes that they did 100%. or accomplish what they've accomplished. And uh, yeah, my mindset has completely changed in the last. 
maybe I'd say 18 months. Yeah, and I think once you once you embrace that, you suddenly every, nothing's insurmountable. Yeah, and then you start understanding why these amazing, you know, already successful entrepreneurs why they've reached where they've reached because, because their minds they've just、changed. opened their mindset. Yeah, and it's like wow, okay, there's a path. I can I can do this. We're on that path. Don't、Absolutely. you worry. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna ask you. If you could describe yourself in one word,、mm-hmm. what would it be? Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Very honest. Well, if, <laughs> his his colleagues literally sitting here nodding. <laughs> so yeah, my colleague Shafiq, he、yeah. knows how nutty I am. Yeah.、Um, we have a theme、uh, in the team. Everyone knows I'm completely nuts. Absolutely、yeah. nuts. I don't take myself sorry. I don't take myself too seriously. Yeah.、Um, you know, I, I love being who I am.、Uh, I love having fun, having laughs. We have a rule, a golden rule in Simplify AR, and if any of my clients are listening, this doesn't apply to you.、Uh, but we have the eighty twenty rule, which、okay. is eighty eighty percent good times, twenty、yeah. percent epic times,、oh. and twenty percent is when we get the most work done. And、really? that's you know, but we really enjoy, we love what we do, yeah. And, and in that, we we get so much more done. Yeah.、Um, uh, the other the other phrase that I've been called in the business is cloud based. Oh. That's that's partly because、uh, I love sort of apps and tech, but、yeah. it's partly because I'm sort of head in the clouds,、uh. looking down, setting new projects, and going, "Yeah, go on, then you do that." I love that. <laughs> I love that. Brilliant. So, what have you got coming up? What's the next things that we've got to look forward to with Simplify AI? So,、uh, we've been through a, a major transition internally in the summer. So, we've been growing at quite a pace for the last eighteen months,、mm. and、uh, there came a pause moment, sort of just before summer, where we thought, you know what? We really need to assess what we're doing, so we've transformed the internals, the process,、uh, and we call it the client journey, and that's been our theme since since June.、Uh, and the client journey means that, and it's not just for clients. Anyone who touches our business, we want them to take. To, we want to take them on a journey, whether they go with us, they don't go with us.、Mm. It's all about、uh, touching people's lives and、mm. sort of really taking them along that journey and. If, for example, we've had situations where a prospect has said, you know, oh, you, you, you might be beyond our budget or whatever、mm. it might be, and they've got a couple of other people in the pot, we've actually advised them which advisor to go to. Wow! Because we feel we'd rather they walk away and go to the right person,、mm. uh, and not us.、Mm. Yeah, even though we know we'll do the the best job they'll ever have,、mm. but we'd rather they go to the second best、yeah. than go to someone who's going to misguide them. Yeah.、Um, so we always want to be honest, open, truthful, you know, transparent.、Mm. Uh, and so yeah, that's been high on the agenda. But from that, the new ideas are formulating. So. In the next few months, you'll see the lo- the, the sort of official launch、yeah. of our legals brand. Wow!、Um, so we're we're、uh, sort of opening a commercial and company business law related legal brand. Oh、um, yes! Where we give sort of practical commercial and company advice to to businesses. Uh, we now have set up our insurance brand as well, so protection insurance for businesses and individuals. Yeah.、Uh, and and one we're really proud of and really excited、uh, with is. Uh, we want to walk the talk, so our talk is engagement.、Mm. We're all about employee engagement,、mm. and in the pipeline, you'll hear within the next few weeks,、mm. uh, we've got this fantastic engagement program that we're putting together,、Amazing. where we go in and really transform businesses and, and transform mindsets. Yeah.、Uh, so going back to a lot of what we were talking about a few minutes ago. Yeah.、Um, so that that's all in the pipeline to come. Oh, I love this. Well, I'll be an advocate,、yeah. ambassador, whatever you、oh. need. Yeah. <laughs> no,、so、I、much. love it. I think it's really important. 
and you know the entrepreneur journey is so up and so down and it's really important to have people around you that get it or that understand so yeah no I think that's great okay we're going to end on a bit of a light-hearted note go for it okay so if you could be any animal what animal would you be Zanir? So um, I've always been uh, quite favourable to tortoises Oh. I love a tort- tortoises. I, I was don't know not why. expecting that answer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe it's because life is too fast paced and they're, they're like really chilling out and they've always got somewhere to sleep, which is yeah. awesome. So, <laughs> so you've always got guaranteed. <laughs> Shafiq's going bananas right now. <laughs> Shafiq is not happy. It's, got, it's hard to come to say. Were you expecting something like an eagle or a lion or something, a shark? And he's like, I'm a tortoise. <laughs> That's my, brilliant. My kids think I'm a duck. A duck? Yeah, not only because I do a really good impression, apparently, Are we gonna which get... I'm not going to do. Oh! <laughs> we're going to get it then. Yeah, a but, duck, um, why is this? They, they say I look really cool on the exterior, oh. but I'm, I'm, I'm really like, there's a hundred things going on in my head. Oh. Uh, so they, they think I'm a duck, basically. Oh, a duck and a tortoise somewhere to sleep. <laughs> That's the one. Do you know where you get 10 out of 10 for being unique? Oh, Actually, cheers. I've had eagle about six times. Fair enough. Um, and then you get all the big players, but tortoise and duck... Today, I have not had. That's so, it. We're, we're promoting the brand. Congratulations to you. <laughs> <Cheers>. <laughs> okay. Have you ever played the yes no game? I have indeed. You have. Okay. That was a good answer. I have indeed. That wasn't a trick, but brilliant. Okay. <clears throat> it's, a, it's a school run game. Uh, my daughter and I are always trying to trip each other over. Do you? Yeah, constantly. Oh, so you're constantly. a pro. So, well, I, she always beats me. But. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> let's see how you get on, shall we? Absolutely. So, the rules of the game, obviously, you know, you can't say yes and you can't say no. That's it. Um, are you ready? Do you want a sip of water first? It is intense. Good idea. Yeah, I think. Get prepared. <laughs> All right, let's do this. <clears throat> okay, Samir. Number one, can you play an instrument? I cannot play any instruments Do today. you wear glasses? I do wear glasses. Can you ride a bike? I'm just learning to. Are you a good dancer? Not at all. Do you have a pet? We don't have any pets. Did you enjoy school? It was okay at times. Boris's PM, yes or no? Oh goodness, how long you got? Do you like pineapple? Only if they're sweet. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> you can tell you played this a long time. I feel like I needed more questions to try and trip you Absolutely. up. But I don't think, even if I had a hundred questions, I still think you would have won. I should have really given out, a sh- uh, give a shout out to school traffic. Because, ah. you know, that has really sharpened the skills. Yeah. Are you actually learning to ride a bike right now? Or is that just the first thing you could think of? No, truly. So I, n- I, never, I never really learned. Ah. Uh, so actually in a couple of weeks time, yeah. I just got my kids to learn. Ah. Uh, so uh, we're going to this cycling uh, hub in Watford. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> not kidding you. They, they literally taught them within an hour. It was incredible. No, Couldn't really? believe it. Oh, it didn't look like it at 37 minutes. Yeah. I only know that because my <laughs> wife was counting. But <laughs> she's like, oh my God, we have to come back next week. Yeah. But literally, they're like loving it now. Really? And so I said, you know, I better, I better, I better do it. Because, you know, our branded uh, stabilizers are a bit worn out now. Yeah. So. <laughs> We've got the ENDR. Is that how you get it to work? <laughs> My daughter's dresser, they tilt on one side, oh, where no. one has like got a bit dodgy, so she's like, riding. yeah, we might have to go there so she can learn. Absolutely. Awesome, it's been an absolute pleasure. Oh, likewise. Thank you so much. And to Shafiq as well, thank you for being here with us. Um, anything you want to say about Simplify ER before we go? Anything you want to plug? 
Um, so yeah, just I guess the immediate future is um, a couple of couple of dates to keep in mind. Yeah. Uh, one is 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 uh, that we'll be at the Independent Hotel show uh, on the fifteenth and sixteenth of October, Olympia. So if you're around, come and pop in, see us. We've got some fun stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, we'll have a little concierge check in, and there'll be a little. Drink corner. Oh, nice! Uh, so we're we're plugging a, a, a new mocktail brand, oh. uh, not of ours, uh, uh, which yeah. we'll give more details of soon. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you're about, come and see us. Yeah. And the other uh, the other event is next June. Mm-hmm. Um, we just attended the Watford Business Market oh. uh, as the breakfast sponsor, but now we're the key head sponsor. Wow! Uh, and that will be at Watford Football Club, where we're a business partner as well. Amazing! Uh, so any Watfordians, Hertfordshire yeah. you know, residents, please. Peter Brown will be there. Absolutely. <laughs> Come down the more the merrier. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, well, thank you so much. We'll be there for sure. Thank Anyone you. looking for any help in HR or employment law, you know who to contact. Uh, Zamir's details and the team's details will be in the show notes of this episode. Thank you so much, both of you. Thank you so much, Kadeja. Bye bye. Take care.